Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast on Letterman Row, brought to you by our good friends at Byers Automotive. This is the the real start of the uh, final push towards signing day in February on the recruiting trail for Ohio State. Ryan Day and the Buckeyes got back to work on Friday after the uh Bowl, Christmas holiday break, school break for everyone that uh, was a, a recruiting dead period and got right back to work on Friday for Ryan Day, Spencer Holbrook, who's on the phone with me as usual. Uh, Ryan Day's first decision was where to go uh, on his first day back on the recruiting trail. And he wasted no time, went straight to Michigan, stopped in a number of high schools on the way up to Muskegon, where he spent Friday night hanging out with Cameron Martinez, the Buckeyes alone 2020 commitment, but unsigned, uh, and, and spent the night hanging out with Cam at his family at his house and then went and watched his basketball game. That's pretty telling, right? I mean, this it, it's a pretty good indicator that Ohio State has not even considered walking away from Cam Martinez, if some have suggested they should. Um, and, and instead is saying, hey, Cam, you are our absolute priority. There has been nothing more telling in this recruiting class than this than what happened over the weekend with Ryan Day. They are prioritizing Cam Martinez more than they've prioritized a lot of guys in this class. And and he's very important. He's very versatile. If they, if they get really depleted at wide receiver at some point during Cam's career, Cam's a dynamic enough athlete to play wide receiver. If they need a safety, Cam can play safety. If they need a corner, Cam can play corner. Cam is a very dynamic athlete, and I just think it shows the priority level that Ryan Day has set on landing Cam Martinez because if he wanted to, he could have said, hey, Matt Barnes, you're the acting secondary coach while we're waiting on the NFL playoffs to you know, figure themselves out. Uh, go up there and see Cam Martinez. No, Ryan Day took the time to go up there by him. I mean, with uh, – Matt Barnes and make sure that he saw him in person. That he sat down with Cam's family. And I know when we sat down with Cam's family, they were really honest about, you know, these relationships are so important with the position coach, but also with the head coach. Cam is really comfortable with Coach Day. I think it was just huge for Ryan Day to get in front of Cam Martinez and his family and give him the layout from the head coach's perspective, not just a position coach. Right. And and the reason that's important, I think, is because he could have waited. Uh, Ryan Day could have waited another two weeks until, as you mentioned, the NFL playoffs and the potential for Kerry Combs to be um, a, an addition to the Buckeyes coaching staff again. He could have waited for that to happen. And all that would have done was allow two more weeks of un- uncertainty and doubt to creep into Cam Martinez and his family as to exactly where they stand with the Buckeyes, because it is impossible for kids to not read things. And these families, they read the internet. They do know what people say, and they read comments that say, oh, well, Cam's not that good. He can't do this or that, and they should move on. And it, it's absolutely um, uh, misguided thinking, because Ohio State, made Cameron Martinez a priority a year ago when they offered him last February and recruited him harder than any school in the country. Uh, to, for Ohio State to do that should be telling to Buckeyes fans out there that they are not looking at him as some sort of uh, numbers filler in the class of 2020. This is a program that has seen what they think Cam Martinez can become and made him a priority on the same level uh, as Ryan Watts and other guys like that from the beginning. I mean, this is not a a, a throw-in at the end. For Ohio State told Jameer Gibbs, the, the four-star running back from Georgia who had been planning to make an official visit for a month, not to come this weekend because the numbers are so tight. If the numbers were uh, that big of a concern for, for Jameer Gibbs, it would be very easy for the Buckeyes to just say, oh, you know what, Cam Martinez, if you want to go to Northwestern or Notre Dame or Minnesota, go ahead. We'll move on. We'll be fine without you. 
Ryan Day showing up on Friday uh, on in the middle of a, a major winter storm hitting the western side of Michigan, having to fly out at midnight in Grand Rapids, Michigan, to get home after spending a day, um, you know, 18 hours in, in Michigan. That's telling. Like this is not a, a guy that is just a a piece of of of, uh, of a recruiting you know feather in the cap. They want Cam Martinez in their program. Yeah, they really feel like they need a guy like him on the in the on the roster. And uh, the other thing I was uh, I wanted to mention was Ohio State is in a numbers crunch. We've talked about that, and they don't want to become the program where they ask guys to leave all the time. But it's going to be a lot easier to get to the 85, and it is going to be relatively easy to get to the 85 if they have to have a couple tough conversations with guys already on the roster and say, hey, you know, uh, you know, we have to get to this number. But as far as Cam Martinez goes, they're going to make room for him. That's just how it is. And if Jameer Gibbs is on the fence, uh, they're okay with letting him walk. But Cam Martinez, this is not a an option. This is a must-have for Ryan Day, and I think it's – it's pretty obvious that he feels that way with the way that he's been uh, recruiting him. Yeah, I mean, they, they, this, is, this they, is a must add. Absolutely. And they, and they made this decision months ago when Cam Martinez committed on July 4th. Uh, there was no fence riding for Ohio State. This was not a situation where it's like, oh, well, if we can find room, we'll, we'll bring him in. Cam Martinez is and has been a priority for Ohio State. That's why Ryan Day went with Matt Barnes on Friday as opposed to waiting two weeks. Because if... You know, we're, we're filming this on Sunday uh, afternoon before the Titans and Chiefs play. If the Titans end up beating Kansas City, the likelihood is that Kerry Combs won't be announced as the uh, replacement for Jeff Halfley if, if he still ends up being the guy until after the recruiting uh, period, the contact period that we're in that just started Friday is over. So Ryan Day had no choice but to say, I need to get in front of, of Cam Martinez and his family because they didn't see him in December because they focused on seeing the early enrollees uh, because those guys only had one week or two two weeks until they were going to be on campus. So to get themselves positioned in front of Cam and his family was the most important thing because Ryan Day needs to tell that group, that family, we have a plan. Even if you don't see it publicly, please understand that this is the plan. And obviously things can change in a plan. But they really wanted to be able to look them in the eye and say, this is what we think is going to happen. And I, Ryan Day's message to Cam Martinez, and you, I wrote about it on Sunday's Doubting the Eyes, was, I've got your back. That's his message. There is no pushing him into a corner. There's no ultimatums being offered. There is no pressure being applied to Cam Martinez to say, are you in or are you out? Cam has been consistent since December, since he decided not to sign in December. He wants to be at Ohio State. He wants to be a Buckeye. But one of the things Ohio State loves about Cam Martinez is the fact that he's an intelligent kid. And he is being pragmatic and practical and asking himself, why am I going to say, yes, I'm absolutely in this situation if I don't know who my my position coach is going to be? And, and that's I don't know. I, I think that's smart, right? I mean, am I am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. Cam Martinez obviously wants to go to Ohio State. I mean, a, a guy that I think he's it's kind of one of those things where he's betting on himself, right? Because because a lot of people have doubted him and he knows what he can do and and he wants to be in this class as much I think as much as Ohio State wants it, but it's not 
like you said, it's not crazy to think that somebody would want to speak to their position coach. This is the guy who's going to groom them to try and make millions of dollars in the NFL. I mean, yeah. that's just the bottom line. And I, I know right? people look at it and say, oh, your, your head coach is the guy that, that, that you're going to talk about years from now and the guy that you're going to look back on. But your position coach is the guy you spend 75% of your time with. And, and that is an important piece of the puzzle for these kids. And I know that the, the common refrain is, oh, you don't commit to a coach, you commit to a school, blah, blah. BS, right? I mean, these kids are going to school to play football uh, and to get an education also. But they're he's picking Ohio State because he wants to be developed into the best football player he can be with a chance to go to the NFL. And if he doesn't know that the coach that is going to be there can provide that for him, why would he pick the school? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Anyway, I want to move on. And, and that's the thing. A final final point on Cam Martinez before we move on. My belief today, Sunday, is Cam Martinez signs with Ohio State. Um, I, I just feel like that's where he wants to be. And I think that the importance of Ryan Day getting to his house ASAP, showing him that he's a priority and not just a um, you know an addition to a class or, or just a throw-in, was very important for the Martinez family to see that because – they hear so much and, and read so much. And, you know, for a guy that was a, a, a middle-of-the-road three-star prospect for the majority of the recruiting process, there's a lot of doubt that can creep in when you hear people think or say, uh, you know, you don't belong at Ohio State, you're not good enough, you're going to go there and transfer, blah, blah, blah. As you said, Cam Martinez is betting on himself. He, he knows that he's a really special athlete. Ohio State knows that he is. And I think it was really important for the program and for the family of Cam Martinez to, to see firsthand and talk to Ryan Day in person to say, this is why you're our guy. And the last thing I will say about him is I think this is like the first litmus test for Ryan Day of evaluation, because yeah. obviously he's got good evaluators in the program. Like Mark Bantoni has been in place for since Urban Meyer was there. But this is a three-star kid that not a lot of programs believe that not a lot of programs recruited. Ohio State's been there since day one. And yeah, exactly. for Ryan Day to evaluate that and say, yes, on July 4th, before you even play your senior year as this middle of the road rated recruit, you can commit here because we're that confident you're that good. This is Ryan Day's test as an evaluator. And I think he feels like he's done such a good job of evaluating him that he now has to have them. Right. And not just that you're, that we believe you can play here, but we believe you're so special. You can play here at a position you've never played. And we believe you're an NFL caliber athlete at that exactly. position you've never played. I mean, it is, it's a, it is a, it's a litmus test for both sides uh, of, of this. And anyway, moving on, I, I did mention Jameer Gibbs and I know people were a little bit taken aback by the fact that Ohio state told him to, that uh, there was no room uh, in, for him in the class of 2020, therefore canceling the official visit. And then on Saturday, people saw that uh, a, a tweet by Mark Givler from BuckeyeGrove.com that, Al Washington was at Kion Magwood's um, basketball game, a, a really talented athlete at Walnut Ridge, uh, the home of, of Malik Harrison. Um, and I think people are like, what the heck? Oh, why is that happening? Why would they be at, uh, seeing this other 2020 athlete? I thought they were on to 2021 uh, because Berm wrote that on Friday, and they are. Uh, this is not a situation, I believe, where there's any sort of potential uh, offer coming from Magwood. He's a really special athlete, and they like him a lot. But he's not a guy that uh, I, I think that they're angling here to try to see if he'd be willing to take a preferred walk-on type of a role. Michigan State, other schools like that are sniffing around with a potential scholarship. And I think it it's kind of a moot point. Um, multiple sources that I've spoken to has told me 
as as Spencer and I have alluded to in the last week, the numbers here are so tight that outside of Martinez, uh, Ohio State is moving on to 2021, and and that is the end of the 2020 class. So Magwood's a guy that they could look at as a potential preferred walk-on if he ends up being interested in that route, but that's where they're at. So don't 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 be surprised when you see Ohio State coaches uh, on on social media and stuff being talked about visiting schools where these 2020 athletes still are, um, because the coaches have a responsibility to continue their relationships in these schools. And if they're able to get out and recruit on the road, they're going to go to as many schools as they can. Yeah. Yeah. And like I keep saying, it's easier for Ohio state to get to the number by subtracting than adding than having to subtract. Yep. Absolutely. Let's uh, move on to 2021. Ohio State moved on to 2021. Uh, This is Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Byers Auto. Um, We're talking about moving on, and in in that vein, like we're still talking about running backs, right? Now we're talking about 2021 running backs. After a year of beating our heads against the 2020 running back wall, it's time to talk juniors. And on Friday, before heading up to – Muskegon, just because it was you know on the route, uh, Ryan Day stopped in at West Bloomfield, Michigan, to see Donovan Edwards, who, uh, as as we've talked about on this show and on Letterman Row a dozen times, he is the top target at running back for Ohio State in 2021. Spencer, on Friday, to see Donovan Edwards was Ryan Day, Nick Saban, Brian Kelly, the University of Michigan, Penn State. I mean, that's a crazy day. It was almost like the uh, coaches' coaches meetings that were going on in Nashville. They just happened to all be in West Bloomfield, right? Yeah, they've done an incredible job. Ronald Bellamy, the coach at West Bloomfield, has done a great job uh, creating a program that people want to recruit from. He's a former Michigan player. Uh, as I've talked about last week, uh, there's a push from the folks at West Bloomfield to get Donovan Edwards to uh, go to Michigan. There's no doubt about that. But Ohio State – uh alabama notre dame everyone in the country is making a play on on the kid um ryan day was there on friday tony alford i from what i've been told uh from sources in michigan is expected to visit edwards this coming week but on friday when day was in west bloomfield ryan uh, tony alford was in texas in garland texas seeing Kamar Wheaton, the country's top-ranked running back, and we talked about him on Thursday when we had the uh, the the addition of talking stuff, uh, talk, moving towards the 2021 class and priority positions. It it's pretty it's pretty telling, right? Yeah, Kamar Wheaton is going to be a guy that's going to be going to come up a lot, and it's going to be a weird thing for you, Berm, because he doesn't talk. Yeah. So it's going to be hard to talk to him. It's going to be hard to write about him because you just don't know what's going on. So it's going to be. You know, a lot of speculation surrounding him until he makes a decision or, you know, happens to release a top 5, 10, 20. I, anymore, I think these kids are putting out top 130s um, as far as the FBS goes, and I think it's crazy. But, you know, the only reason, if anybody wants to sign or anything, there's not really one there. The only reason Ryan Day uh, visited Donovan Edwards and not Kamar Wheaton is because he was on his way to Muskegon. Right. And so it just made more sense for him to double dip and send Tony Alford to see Kamar Wheaton. I'm sure Tony Alford will do the same uh, up in West Bloomfield. And I'm sure Ryan Day, if he feels the need to, will go down to Garland when he's on his Texas circuit, you know, visiting to Michelle and other guys in Texas. He might stop in and see Kamar Wheaton. That, so I don't really think there's any sort of sign there. I just think it's good for Ohio State to branch out and get both guys in two different places. Because, like, 
they're trying to lock down the 2020 commit, so they send two guys. But as far as 2021, you're just trying to build these relationships. you got to get at least one guy there on the first weekend. Yeah, I just think it's important to bring up Wheaton on the show. Uh, I, I did write about this visit uh, of by Alfred to uh, Garland uh, on Sunday's Doubting the Eyes. But, you know, it's a player, as you said, we haven't talked much about because he doesn't talk. So there's not a lot of um, concrete news or, or around him. I know from sources I have uh, in the Texas area, Ohio State, Alabama, Oklahoma, LSU uh, are all going to be very, very involved with Kamar Wheaton. That is going to be a national recruitment, but it's not going to be a kid that plays the game. So um, uh, it's really going to be a lot of conjecture and trying to just source things out. But uh, Ohio State is very much in that game, and that's why – when we talk about the running back position in 2021, I want to keep, I want to bring him up more. Um, but, you know, we continually see names like Evan Pryor and, and Corey Kiner and Will Shipley and uh, uh, Lavoisier Carroll, and all those names are important. But I think when you're talking about the bell cow in that class, and Ohio State is making it an absolute priority, and, you know, I've written about it and I've defended Tony Alford's recruiting. Uh, in recent weeks on Letterman Row in recent months, and I, I'll continue to do that. But it is important that in this class right now, the 2021 class, Ohio State has to go out and find a, a certifiable stud at running back. And the top two in the country are Kamar Wheaton and Donovan Edwards. The The goal is to get one of those guys. And everything else when it comes to Evan Pryor, Corey Kiner, I think they're going to take two running backs in that class. I think they lead for Pryor at the moment. I'm not sure on Kiner. Uh, I think he's still actually leaning towards Michigan, but that's really not relevant. Uh, I don't think there's any decision upcoming, so you sh- there, there plenty of time to fix things there, of course, correct. But just keep an eye on Kamar Wheaton in Ohio State because if he makes a visit to, to Columbus this spring, uh, I think you could really see the Buckeyes jump into a position here where uh, especially after the success of J.K. Dobbins, a guy from Texas who had never even visited Ohio State when J.K. committed. Um, just just keep an eye on that. So um, we are going to get out of here on that note. This has been Talking Stuff, the Ohio State Recruiting Podcast on Letterman Row, brought to you by our friends at Byers Automotive. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. Thanks for watching. Uh, that is Spencer Holbrook. Thanks for listening to him. And uh, we will talk to you folks again later this week. Have a good one. Thanks for